everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Always Open. As usual, we are so happy you have joined us this week. Today, we have two incredible guests on the show with us. We have Ryan Haley. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And we've got video game writer, journalist, host, podcaster, Every what doesn't she do? More than Ryan. Alana Pierce is here. Alana Pierce is way cool. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I get it. It's the ladies' channel. I understand. You know, well, feminist you, feminist rights. What would you like me to introduce you as? Oh, just generally dude. cool dude. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Ryan made a kids show. I just watched it like last week. <laughs> did you really? I did. Oh hell yeah! He did. Cool. He made a children's show. Do you know about this? <laughs> Somehow I'm not surprised. But what was the context of it? Like, How would you describe it? Yeah, uh, if you could describe Ryan's show. Of, nah? The kids of Nah. Um, and it's basically a kids show where they're also like sort of learning instruments slash in a band. Okay. It's like a band making a web series yes. with their these weird creatures. It was great. And thank you. I, I, I like it. You like Where it? did you watch it? Is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube channel. It's, on YouTube. Oh. it's a pilot. It's like, have you seen Yo Gabba Gabba? Yeah. Excellent show, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like Yo Gabba Gabba is excellent. It's like, if that weren't good, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like similar vibes to Yo Gabba Gabba. Okay. I liked it a lot. I kind of like this podcast yeah. just nagging Ryan the whole time. <laughs> that's like the, the, that's like, all I do in this building. Talking <laughs> of like, I'm Will Smith going like this to Alana, and it's like, hey, we got Ryan. <laughs> great kids show, great kids show. Kids show creator Ryan Haley. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that, that can be my answer. And just yeah. generally cool dude. Oh, I appreciate that. Wearing mm-hmm. very cool pants that I don't yeah, know if pants. you could see on camera, but they are... Fleece leopard? Yeah, they're fleece cheetah or cheetah? leopard, maybe? I don't know. I don't Actually, know the difference between their spots, but uh, they're very comfortable. I think that's a cheetah. I, I feel very cozy. And a, you know? an amazing shirt, too, that Barbie shirt. Hey, I wore in honor of you, ba- bar- Barbara. <gasps> yes. And, you know, like I said, we're on the ladies' channel. I got <laughs> out of unity, I wore this Barbie shirt for, for, for you. I'm so <laughs> excited. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why I mean, not? Take it. I'm we so excited Barbie. about that movie. I know. It'll, Me too. By the I time this wait. comes out, it'll be out. Our lives will be so different. We're going to be different people by the time this comes <gasps> Holy shit. out. I know. All right, I'm ready. Now, I'm, I saw you tweet about it the mm-hmm. other day. I'm, uh, which are you seeing first in your uh, in the in okay, the so double feature? Yeah. So, uh, Bobby and Oppie come out on the same day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Barbie and Oppie. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I think Barbie first is the correct call, personally, uh-huh. which mm. was actually the least popular vote, because I think, like, I want to sit with Oppenheimer. Like, I want that dread to, like, really mess me up what for a long time. What if you want to sit with Barbie? I know. Like, 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 what if there's a twist it, in there that makes you real... It's almost definitely going to, like, have substance. I'm fully yeah. expecting that. But I think, like, Oppenheimer is... <laughs> I mean, it's the invention of the most horrific of yeah. mankind's creations ever. I don't uh-huh. feel like Bobby's yeah. like quite good. You don't be want a palate cleanser Barbie, at the end to wipe that from your mind. I want to be fucked <laughs> okay. up, dude. I'm trying to like leave and like be haunted by it. I'm, you know? a, uh, I'm creating, um, I'm releasing a guide to Barbie Oppenheimer Day on my YouTube channel um, that might be out by the time this comes out. I apparently. imagine it would be, yeah. Do you, you want to hear my thoughts on this? You haven't seen either movie. How can you make a guide? I, 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 <laughs> I love movies. This is movies. like when YouTubers talk about game development. And I'm like, what do you know about making video games? <laughs> well, you got the Barbieheimer, Barbie, and Oppenheimer. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you just said, that's yeah. probably what you're going to do. Then yeah. you got the Oppenarby, Oppenheimer, Oppen and Barbie. Arby. Yeah, right. Then you got the Barbie sandwich. That's where you see Barbie. But in between two Oppenheimers, so oh. you still in the night with your with the cold dose Ooh. of Oppenheimer. Ooh, I don't then you like got that. the Oppenheimer sandwich. That's where you see Oppenheimer in between two Barbies. In between two Barbies. Okay, you know, uh, it's like my uh, that should be banned nationwide. <laughs> then you got the the Barbie Oppenheimer <laughs> swirl. Okay, the swirl. 
That's where okay. you go see 30 minutes of Oppenheimer, then 30 minutes of Barbie, then Don't 20 minutes of Bar uh, Oppenheimer, then 20 minutes of Barbie, until you've seen both oh, of the films. I kinda, That's the purest way to see the both films and, uh, <laughs> and appreciate them. Someone does have to edit those two movies together. What then you they? have the Oppen the, the Oppenacerol, the, the Barbie Oppenacerol. That's where you Asteroid project City? them both oh. uh, over each other oh. at the same time. Is that going to be in your guide, w too? Watch them similar. Of course. <laughs> you have to try all of them. Yeah, I have to try all of them. Great. See, I saw this thing yeah. about someone saying you should start with Oppenheimer and ha like with your coffee and cigarette, essentially, uh -huh. in the morning. Yeah. And then like have a breather, go to brunch, brunch, and then do Barbie. I get it. I just, I want to, I'm trying to get fucked up. Then there's yeah. the dark side of the Oppenheimer. <laughs> That's, That's where you play Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon over uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie at the same time. Uh, Oppenheimer, you know, Or the sound of Oppenheimer. That's where you play Barbie, but then you play the sound of Oppenheimer over I feel like you're, you're you know? just, if Nolan watches this, which of course he will, of he's course. upset. <laughs> he's I mean, really mad Someone's you. going to take the line from the trailer where Marco Robbie goes, does anyone ever think about dying and put that in Oppenheimer? Oh, yeah. How have yeah. you not already done that? I'm sure that's they have. great sure meme someone. content. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry sure. for hijacking this. Uh, no, this is uh, what this show is about. Okay, great. Hijacking. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm very glad it's you It's really both changed here. a lot since last time I did this yeah. show. <laughs> Our first question comes from the plane. Uh, just kidding. Don't do it. That is dark. But I do want to start off with a little icebreaker question that I'm very curious to see uh, both of y'all's thoughts on. Okay. Is there anyone in your life who you would help hide a body? Um, and if so, why? Or if mm, not, why? My answer to that is that, uh, like people I actually know, if any of if if they came to me and said I I need to hide a body, I would say I'm no, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I can't do this. But, but if you if, went to them, no. But if some random like like if if if. Mm. Some celebrity came to me all of a sudden, I don't know, just pick somebody. If Tom Cruise all of a sudden showed up at my doorstep and goes, Ryan, I need you to hide a body, I'd go, okay, what do you want me to do? Wow, so you're a bootlicker. Uh, yeah, I guess. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that what that means? Is, I don't know. I, I, but, specifically, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. You'd be know. like, that yes, Top Gun Maverick, absolutely. <laughs> a bad example. I don't know why, but just somehow, just so some random no person coming mm. up to me is more palatable than somebody I know being like, uh, I, I feel like I'd have to, I'd be care more about them, so if I'd want to. Someone do the you, right thing. If, you, if it's someone you know, you're going to judge them for it, right? Like if someone I know yeah. comes to me and is like, I've killed somebody, I'm like, we probably got to stop talking. Um, what if it was like an accident? Yeah, you don't Here's know my how. thing. I actually think I might, depending on what the person who's dead did. Oh, what did oh, the body do? Yeah. Right? Like if they tried to attack someone and it was self-defense. It's got to be thing? a bit more extreme yeah. than well, that. That mm -hmm. you got to go through the justice system. Right. I'm serial... Uh, child assaulter. I tried to say that in the most palatable <laughs> way possible. Mm -hmm. I'll help him yeah. hide that body. Yeah. I'll help that body up person. and throw it to shocks. But, and this is assuming that the that the person basically, it was like a revenge killing kind of thing. Or just like no, someone who. it's just like, hey, they human. died somehow. I don't need to know how they died. Well, that's but if important they're a terrible though. person. Yeah, like if, I, if it was like, you know, the mid-1940s and I was like, I've killed Hitler. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna help you hide that body. Yeah, like yeah. I would help anybody hide that body. Yeah, and maybe like cut it up into little pieces. Really, I oh I, oh I, Nazi apologist over here? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I would tell I, I would tell everybody. I'd say hey, I go I go back in the future. Guys, guess oh, who I we killed, got? I killed Hitler. <laughs> you're you're probably doing. right, Hitler. You can kind of brag about, but yeah. I feel like there are some cases where like like if someone is like a serial bad guy. That's all. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> YouTube. Serial <laughs> uh, bad guy does whatever they're a serial bad guy for to uh -huh. someone I know. 
self defense kills them. I'll yeah. help them hide okay, the body. Okay, well, that's yeah. the thing, though. Okay. Self defense, so I feel like you don't have to hide the body. You, you can go to the authorities go, and I mean, say, well, this motherfucker uh, was doing this to me. I killed him. What are you going to do about okay, it? Okay, they did a Batman revenge thing then. Okay, so th- there you go. Th- that's the important detail here. Mm-hmm. It has to be mm-hmm. a Batman revenge yes. thing. And then the moral quandary is. Do we help our friend hide this shitty person's body? Yes. I even though we agree that they suck and probably deserved it, but it's if not If we can legal. go to the authorities, we're going to the authorities, obviously. I'm uh-huh. not helping anybody hide any bodies. If it's something that needs to be kept secret and is, like, massively beneficial, then maybe I'll do it. What if it was, like, their chances of getting caught if you didn't help them was, like, 100%. Like, this person would absolutely get caught for killing this person. Bad person. Mm-hmm. Let's say serial bad guy. Mm-hmm. But if you help them... It, like, decreases the chance of getting caught by, like, 90%. Dr. Strange shows up and is like, listen, if you do this. He does the one. 10%. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I, it's, if, if someone I know, again, has killed somebody. There's bigger questions to be asked here. Well, <laughs> if they get caught or not, is, like, do they, what, what is the context of what's happened in terms of do I think they deserve to get caught? This you is know? very true. This is very true. It's tough. It's, it's a very uh, – there's a lot of context needed for a question like this. Well, I definitely wouldn't do it just to get somebody out of trouble. Like, regard, like there's no one in my life I would hide a dead body for no questions asked. Mm. But if I'm asking questions and they give me an answer that I'm like, damn, that's sick. <laughs> I think I would <laughs> for go. Trevor. You would for Trevor? I think I would. My mom's the only Good person that comes to my mind. Yeah. But I'm still like – Oh, if she killed someone, I'd be like, oh, my God, I have to rethink who you are as a human. That's very true. I can't see Trevor killing anybody. That's very true. It's now, a pretty extreme Can thing. we do the middle ground, though? Like, I don't – because I don't want to be implicated in this shit. I don't right. want to You don't want someone actually... looking back at this podcast and be like, see? <laughs> no. <on> the <laughs> if, if, if I help them and there's a 10% chance to get caught, that's too high for me that still. That is pretty high. And uh, I'm a gambling man, though, you know, Barbara, and still it's too You really high. don't want to go to prison? I, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah, because I guess if they got caught for it, you would also go down with them right. if you helped. Well, that's right. Even the 10% deal yeah. here, yeah. But, I mean, could I would, I – would I go to jail if I just gave them some advice, you know, just been like, hey, like, no. here's how I would do I think that. if you yeah, know advice. about it, then it's I'm a, even an it's, issue, oh, okay. right? You're probably right, yeah. Well, then, fuck. What I mean, I've watched enough forensic right? files that I'm aware of how to dispose of a body. So if someone asks me slyly, I can maybe be like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Acid. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the plan. Yeah. But I think, yeah, if someone comes to you and they've killed somebody, for the most part, you you going to think very differently about that person, which is how it happens most of the time. Right. But like you, most people who have people they know as serial killers, the interviews are always like, I had no idea. Like they never knew what they were dealing with. Which is like, especially if, like there are people in my life where I'm like, I feel like I know you so intimately that finding out something unexpected about you would shock me to my core. Yeah. And I can't imagine finding out something like that yeah. about someone that mm-hmm. you know. And it's always possible. <laughs> Do you think statistically any of us has ever had a run-in with a serial killer? Oh, you probably oh, have. Yeah, maybe not a serial killer, but maybe someone who's – He has. I mean well, – It was on the news. Every day. Well, well I mean he wasn't a serial killer. He was a serial creeper. Yeah, broke into people's rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hex cross creeper. We'll find out in 10 years that Ryan has encountered a serial killer. Oh, yeah, that was the you who had someone come into your house as a kid, My room. right? Your room. Yeah. What was that story, if you could recount? I mean, basically, there's this guy who used to creep into houses called the Hacks Cross Creeper, and he, and he would just turn the lights on in the he middle of the night and, and go around. And he wouldn't even really steal <laughs> much. It's just kind of inconvenient. He was just, yeah, he's just <laughs> kind of a, a creeper. Just kind of want, going around, turning on lights in the middle of the night. And, and just looking at people? But is, he, is people. he even creepy, or is he just a troll? 
It's a very invasive troll. Yeah, it's weird. It was like, what was the motivation? You know, he would take a few things, you know, but like that were just kind of on the, he took my allowance, you know. Fucking uh, oh. It was like 12 bucks. Damn. Yeah, piece of shit. Don't do that to Everybody a child. got caught. <laughs> Fuck him. Fry him. Didn't you, you saw him, right? Like <laughs> I didn't see him. I, all Jesus. I see is my dad come in frantically into my room. He just looks at me like, I'm like, yeah. And he just was making sure I, You're I'm, there. A, I'm alive in hindsight. And then he just runs out going, hey, hey, hey. And starts screaming at this guy, Holy and then shit. Uh, and then he, he got away on my little brother Matthew's bicycle. And he is That's he sick. caught? Was he caught eventually? He eventually was caught. Yeah. On <laughs> his bicycle. Oh my god! I kind of like him. <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but I kind of <laughs> like him. Yeah. Just pedaling away. I'm <laughs> just turning some lights on. Like. <laughs> and stealing allowance. Yeah, Twelve dollars. Yeah. That's it, though. Like you he's you buy, buy allowance, like two donuts. Like that's it. I was gonna buy a comic book. Yeah, right. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'd help him hide a, hide a body. Axel <laughs> <laughs> creeper. Yeah, yeah, I'll hide his body. That's yeah. a random person. Who <laughs> With the busy fall season right around the corner and summer in full swing, I find myself having less and less time to spend preparing quality meals for myself in the kitchen, especially after a long day at work or running errands. I know I'm guilty of letting my grand cooking plans go and opting for junk food as an easy meal alternative, and I'm sure you guys are as well. Well, thankfully, Factor, which happens to be America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. It seriously saves me so much time. I cannot emphasize this enough. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. There's no prep, no mess. All you have to do is heat them up and enjoy. With over 34 chef-repaired, dietitian-approved options every week, there's always something new to try. Some of my personal favorites have been the shredded chicken taco bowl, so good, and the blueberry buttermilk pancakes. They also do breakfast delicious. Uh, There's so many options to choose from and they're all nutritious, have so many different types of foods and delicious as well. How, how could you beat that? Head to factormeals.com slash open50 and use the code open50 to get 50% off. That's code open50 at factormeals.com slash open50 to get a whopping 50% off. Enjoy those meals, my friends. We have officially reached the point in the summer where you basically need sunglasses every time you step outside. But it seems like my sunglasses always get stuck in my hair, and if I try to put my sunglasses on top of my head, I wind up with a tangled mess or even a chunk of my hair missing when I go to take them out. It's not pretty. Well, thankfully, our friends at Shady Rays have a new tangle-free aviator that has a patent-pending nose piece that they designed specifically to avoid tangling. I talked about this before, but even when I go swimming and I put my hair up and I have my sunglasses on top of my head. The wet hair mixed with the nose piece usually gets all tangled. These aviators do not. They just slip right off, right on your face. There's no mess, no stress, nothing like that. And they look amazing and they go so well with all of my summer outfits. And they have tons of other options for sunglasses as well. Plus, if you lose or break your sunglasses, even on day one, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair with no questions asked. Exclusively for our listeners, which is you guys, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head to ShadyRays.com slash TangleFree and use the code OPEN for 30% off their best-selling Tangle-Free Aviators and much more. Save before they sell out and try for yourself the shades rated 5 stars by 250,000 people. Over 250,000 people. And that's a lot of people. Go get your Rays. Your Shady Rays. 
All right. Well, let's get into some of our questions we have today submitted by the wonderful people who watch the show, which if you would like to submit a question, you can do that at alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. We always would love to hear from you. All right. Here's our first question. Mm -hmm. I'm a 30-year-old male, and I'm married to a 27-year-old female. Quick backstory for me. Since I was 14 years old, I haven't been single longer than four to five months. As I've gotten older, I realized that going from relationship to relationship can be harmful, and I never allowed myself time to figure out who I am as a person. My now wife and I started dating a couple months before the pandemic and moved in together during it. It was really fast to move in, but her parents are emotionally abusive and in the past have been both violently and sexually abusive. So it made sense to get her out of that house. Shortly after the start of COVID, she lost her job. But I was making enough money to afford everything for both of us, and I could even afford to help her get a therapist and psychiatrist to help her with her deep childhood traumas. Years later, we got married in September uh, 2022, but she still has a lot more to go with therapy, so she still hasn't had a job or paid for anything since she lost her job in 2020. Now that I'm 30, I realized I'm not invested in this relationship, and I subconsciously am staying in it because I don't want to send her back to her parents' house. If we did get divorced, she would be forced to go back to her parents because neither of us have any other friends or family that live in the same state as us. Any clue on how to help? I want to be able to grow as a person and get my life, health, and finances together, but I really can't see myself doing that with her in my life. But I also don't want to be the cause of throwing her life away to bad people. That's rough. That That is is quite a conundrum. Rough. So I think I think if you're at a point where you're like, oh, I want out of this relationship because I can't grow as a person or like I'm stuck or you feel like stagnant, you are eventually going to leave, right? Like even if you've made that decision now, it's probably not going to reverse itself. You're either going to stay with them forever and feel bad about it or you're eventually going to leave. So it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. I think that accepting the inevitability of that is like step one. It's like if you delay it, you're just delaying the same thing and you'll just regret how much time you spent there. Dealing with somebody else's baggage, usually I'd be like, not a big deal. Abuse, a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, especially with someone that you care about. So I would say step one is you have to talk about it. Step one is like sit them down, have a conversation about how you're feeling, and literally make a game plan for what you think they need to do. Like mm-hmm. you probably have to break up with them while you still live together and then be like, I don't want to leave you there though. We need to figure out something for you and then figure out what they're going to do. And I think part of that is also – if you're if you're in a relationship with somebody and they don't work and don't have a lot of motivation, I think sometimes like we can enable that in partners. Yeah, I've had true. a few friends go through that kind of thing where like they're supporting their partner who's like very lazy or potentially even depressed or like not working out, like eating really badly, like all of this stuff. That if you let that happen and then you break up with them, often you can kind of like push them to to. To, fix that yeah like kind of get motivated you're, you're, yeah you're kind of letting them coast um yeah. and then like having that life change makes them kind of fix their lives and become better people because you can enable you know someone not doing anything this for, is obviously very complicated but right for those friends of yours who are in situations like that were they ever did they ever talk to their partner about it like did that that partner who was supporting them ever like say hey you know it's really tough on me to support you maybe i, I could help you look for a job don't think they did because similarly to this they're no longer in those relationships but okay. um seven to three people i know but similarly to this person they were financially able to support the person like they were in a position where they could mm-hmm. but it made them it it made the dynamic of the relationship end up feeling more like 
a parent and a child. And probably like resentment too. I think a lot of resentment, yeah. Yeah. Especially if someone doesn't offer help or whatever. But like it ends up becoming a different relationship when you're providing for your partner in that way. Were these people married like these guys are? No. Yeah, that's a whole – Thankfully. That's harder. Yeah, but I feel like you can – if you stay with someone who's in that position for longer, it's not that they won't – it's not that they'll just do nothing after you leave. Often the breakup can be like the kick to – have them be like, oh, I need to get my shit together and That's be really healthy, healthy for them. You can actually unintentionally be like supportively toxic. Like letting someone just not mm-hmm. do anything is Enabler. actually, yeah, kind of. And that's still a, like just a different kind of toxicity. So this is extremely complicated. You got to talk about it. Yeah. You got to just have long conversations about it and be like, here's what I think you need. Here's what I'm worried about. What's our plan to try and make this okay for you? And it'll suck. But I think that that's better than staying in a relationship you don't want to be in for years and feeling like you can't grow as a person as a result. I do wonder if he's talked to her at all about the way he's been feeling or if it's just going to be a sudden like – That's a hard conversation, man. I know because how do you have that conversation without it seeming like we're about to break up Mm -hmm. right now? Right. Because it seems like he has already made that decision. It's a tough one to bring up Yeah, because it's really hard to be like I don't want to be with you anymore even though I – I'm the reason your life is functional at all. Like, that's really hard. I empathize. Especially if you love the person, and I'm sure he, he loves her and cares about her, but just... Yeah. Usually I would say, the person can't be your responsibility. They'll figure it out. In this case, it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Where's your head at? I I mean, I agree with basically everything you just said. I I, I would just add, like... Uh, uh, somebody clip that. <laughs> Only for this particular <laughs> in this <example>. instant, <laughs> everything you've ever said. <laughs> but uh, uh, essentially, the, the, the real the real issue, yeah, because obviously, the sooner the better. You know, you you've made the decision. It sounds like it's it's sad. I'm sorry for you about that. It's going to be you know, breakups are never fun. That's no. another lesson. You know, no matter what, no matter how much you try to unless both people blow, want it and don't true. know the other person want it, and they go, oh. Oh, and great. you're like, okay, oh, cool. I was going to say that. Wow, yeah. this is easy. Nice you know? life. <laughs> Very rare. Um, but uh, but the, the main thing is 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 I feel like yeah, not letting them go back to their parents. That clearly sucks. So it's like clearly you love the person. You mm-hmm. know, theoretically you're in the you've gotten married. You've made you know uh, uh, that step. So it's like yeah, I would just say like, look, I do think we should break up at but point. But I'm in no rush to like move away or, you know, you guys should basically live together, broken up for as long as it takes Probably. for her to get on her feet is essentially yeah, how like I look at maybe it. Maybe there's something yeah. that he could support her with. Exactly. Whether that be like still paying for her therapy or like offering to let her live in the place they're in for – a few months or whatever it is, yeah. whatever he's willing to do. Well, I mean, it do. sounds like she's probably in a in a situation where she's needs probably more even longer than a couple of months. Yeah. It sounds like she's not yeah. doing good well, lots of ways. So maybe she'll like, get the kick when uh, when that ends, you know? Yeah, yeah there'll probably be a kick out. and motivation. But at the same time, you know, it's like uh, uh, that's the main thing. It's like figuring out how to plan that mm-hmm. part out of it, you know? Yeah. I, there was also a, a part of this question that we did kind of cut just for time where – Excuse me. This bubbling. <laughs> this audio texture for you guys. Hell yeah. Um, where he mentioned that I think her father had like had a stroke or some medical thing where he forgot a lot of the stuff that he had done when he mm. was when she was younger, and he had like since apologized for a lot of it and like isn't that way anymore. But oh, that's great. It's probably still not the healthiest. Or that's most. amazing. That doesn't happen for most people. Like that's. Incredible. I know. Wow. Still doesn't mean it's a good place for her to be no. or that it changes anything in this situation. Just yeah. A it's, more it's a complicated one because it's like I think there's also a lot of really negative stuff that can come from supporting your ex. 
Yeah. Like that can happen very easily, especially if like you're already supporting them so much that if you do it for too long, then they never feel like they need to move on. And so they just kind of like depend on you to fill that same role that you've always been filling and never find their independence. Like that's really complicated. So it kind of has to have a time limit. Mm -hmm. Like they can't just live in your house and you pay for the therapy for a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's super complicated. They made a lifelong vow. <laughs> Uh, under, <laughs> under God, under the Lord. What's one Goddamn right. I know. It really does complicate things that you are living together and married. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm seeing somebody who yeah, right. I feel like I'm covering all their expenses. It's like, I, maybe talk the to – Maybe involved. if Fuck. you can, talk to the therapist. Hmm? I wonder if you could talk to the therapist and be like, hey, here's the situation. <laughs> could you what, convince her to break Can you date my wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Could you financially support her, please? Yeah. <laughs> Can we do this pro bono somehow? <laughs> Let's work something out. Yeah, do that. <laughs> no, but I wonder if there's a means to like be able to talk to the therapist and be like, she doesn't know this yet. Here's what I'm planning to do. Any help? Yeah. Could you give me some, some <laughs> yeah. therapy? Yeah. Like, yeah. a session real quick. What do I need to do here with your patient? Yeah. I don't know if they – I don't think they work that way, but it's so delicate. It seems so like some delicate. weird ethical cross yeah. <laughs> boundary. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, like, if you are feeling that you don't want to be in this relationship, that feeling probably won't change. Even if you do try to make it work or maybe go to couples therapy or even therapy for yourself, it's doubtful that if you've been feeling this way for a while that that could change. So I think if you know you want yeah. to end it, it's maybe time to start making a plan for not only yourself but also something you could do to help her if you are concerned about her. So whether that be – yeah. Unless the, it's like it's entirely possible that if she changes in terms of like finds motivation, gets back on her feet, finds a job that you might then be more attracted to her and that, it's that could change. Very so possible. That's possible. But um, why would you get married? Yeah. <laughs> no offense. The pandemic. But, We're bored. What are we going to do? No, it, is, it was last year. <laughs> I know. Yeah. To oh. a, it's, it's They got married September 2022. But they got together right before the pandemic, right? Yeah. So right, it's yeah. like, imagine that. It's, it's like, oh. The pandemic did such interesting things to so many relationships because people just like lived together. Yeah. And never went anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like so many relationships that started before the pandemic, just suddenly these people are on top of each other and never going out. Yeah. Like it's so. You're in my bubble. Yeah. It's so weird. Like it just did such a weird thing to any new relationship. I think also some old, like relationships that were a bit older too ended up breaking up oh, I know, yes. a lot of people like, broke up oh you are now spending every waking moment yeah. in the same place not going out not seeing other people how's how's that <laughs> what a thing we went through i know slash are still kind of going through yeah it's, it's getting better it is crazy that it'll be not quite on the other side of it but in a way like i feel like life's more back to normal now than it has been in a long time a long time but it's still i still had covid this year it was in january yeah february maybe i don't remember but it still had it and it was terrible some people i knew had it like a month ago. It's crazy. Still, still out there. I'm probably going to get it at the Barbie Oppenheimer screening. <laughs> Which one, though? <laughs> well, be, uh, yeah, the swirl know, or the... the... <laughs> <laughs> um, Which one of those screenings are you most likely to get covered at? It's for sure Oppie Sandwich. Yeah. That's You're getting it from the Barbie crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a 12-hour endeavor. Probably yeah. 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 Sandwich. Uh, but also, like, I know you mentioned it's, it's tough in this situation because what she went through is very traumatic and very extreme. And you definitely don't want to leave someone who you love and care about to that situation. But there is something to be said for you are not responsible for other people. Yeah. And, like, you're responsible for your happiness and your well-being. And you can't put the complete responsibility of her well-being on yourself. Totally agree. Like, 
it, it's a very complex situation, but I also feel like you are allowed to just cut somebody off. You are allowed to do that. It sucks, and you're probably going to be the asshole in her friend group forever. Yeah, but. <laughs> you're allowed. If the, other people can't be your responsibility to that extent all the time. I would agree with you up to the point, though, when they got married. You know, yeah. like there's a certain that kind of muddies the whole thing because then the whole thing, you know, you're like, uh, yeah, you're right. It's like before that, yeah, it's like okay, sure. you know. But I would argue easier. too that like if you are not committed to a relationship or like into it as much as you should be, that's unfair to the other person too. Totally, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not giving them everything that they need or deserve yeah. out of somebody. Mm. So yes, they are married, but it's just a piece of paper. <laughs> yes, you have committed your life to this person, but. <laughs> Again, under God. Yeah. Um, Not on my watch. It's a tough situation, and uh, we wish you the best, and I'm sorry that That you're dealing with that. Talk it out. When in doubt, talk it out. You got this. That's how it works. yeah, definitely got to have a plan for everything before you pull the plug. Yeah. On to our last question of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Recently, the girl I like rejected me, saying that she wasn't ready to be official. We had already gone on four dates when I told her I was serious about her on the fourth date. She seemed to have responded positively, even giving me a kiss. Even though she told me she wasn't ready, I tried to talk to her about it one more time, if we could take it slow and try. She told me she couldn't answer me right now. I feel like I may have made things hard for her and made her uneasy when I asked again. But I know I wasn't ready to just let the one chance I had felt I had with her end. Was it wrong of me to ask her if we could take it slow and try again, even though she said she wasn't ready? Depends how you did it. <laughs> this, this can be – this story is really interesting in that, like, I can see four perspectives. Like, okay. if somebody tells you they don't want something and yeah. you push them and you ask them more than once, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, in any circumstance, really. If you're like, but I really wanted to – if she said no, she said no. Mm-hmm. Don't push it. If you asked in a super polite way where you were like, I understand your boundaries and I don't want to breach them and I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I just want you to know this is important to me. Is there a future for us? That's not you being an asshole. Did you probably make things complicated for her? Not if you set it up that way. As long as there is like zero pressure applied. If you pressured her, you suck. Don't do that. <laughs> it, like that, like no means no in so many contexts. It doesn't just mean physical. Like right. it's There's so many ways that someone should be allowed to say no and advocate for themselves. So if you pressured her then don't (laughs) but i would also say the minute that she rejected you i don't think that any of her response to her saying it in person like you said she kissed you or whatever doesn't matter don't even think about that that's somebody's probably response to trying to make you feel comfortable maybe they felt flattered that context didn't even need to be included in the story if she says she's uncomfortable then she's uncomfortable she doesn't want to go further she doesn't want to go further so did she say she was uncomfortable or did he just kind of he said he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable he he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable yeah so maybe not but in at the very least she's not ready for something the other side of that is usually when like you've gone on dates with somebody and they say that they're not ready this is that's what I mean. Four sides of this. Mm-hmm. I would usually be like, she's not in you, bro. That would that was she likes somebody answer. else. Yeah, or that's just it. like she just realizes she doesn't want a relationship with you. Yes, with you specifically. <laughs> Which <laughs> she's not in you, bro. Because I feel like anytime someone's like, I'm not ready, it only applies until they find someone they're ready for. Yeah, like usually if you hear someone say, I'm not ready to date right now, that all goes out the window when they they find the right person. I mean, it could also be like 
again, with these questions, we often don't have as much context as we need. It's possible she got out of another relationship recently or, yeah. like, is going through something in her life where she doesn't actually want to have, like, a committed relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. But oh, I think most of the time it is just not a new bro. Not with you. Did they say where they met in this? Mm, no, he just said uh, – why, why does that matter? Well, I just am like, did it, <laughs> you know, they've gone on four dates, yeah. you know, so it's like, I don't know, did they meet on some app or something? So it's like, all right, at a certain point, it's like, all right, let's talk about what what are you looking for? What am I looking for? Sure. I don't know if yeah, it was yeah, that yeah, situation sure. or if it's like, oh, a friend of mine from work and we've gone on four, di- like, we've gone out to eat or drink, but now yeah. I'm like, oh, I like her. True. That's two different scenarios. True, right. So t- I definitely think that, I-, I don't think it's rude or uncomfortable to just, yeah, like you said, have the... Like, bring, broach the subject again in a nice, you know, way that's just kind of like, look, I know we talked about it before, but I kind of want to just mm-hmm. have some more points of clarification. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, Actually, I think thing. that's healthy and mature. Talk yeah. about it. Just yeah. don't talk it out. Don't add pressure to well, it. Just how many how many dates does it feel like for you guys to go on with someone to make it feel like a serious thing? I went on three dates with a guy once who was very nice and is still a friend and he was wonderful but I just wasn't into him. And I went on three dates with him because I like in my head was like I would love to be into him. Yeah. Like on paper the dude's great. Like a lot of things about him I just wasn't into him. You just and then the, wasn't there. I don't know. And then on the end of the third date he asked if he could kiss me and I said I'm sorry no. And that obviously ended it. <laughs> but I was like like realistically you'd stop after one but I was like I wish I liked this dude. Well, it's like you're seeing did. if maybe there's more to it or, like, he hasn't shown a that side of him. it would work at yeah. some point. I don't know. But it just didn't happen. Uh, and he could have had a, any con- – he was very, very polite about it and super nice again. We're still friends. Like, I still That's see good. him occasionally. He's a really nice guy. Um, but sometimes, like, the amount of dates is, like, someone trying to make it work like that, sure. you know? Like, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe it can happen. Well, like, maybe if we yeah. go on this type of date, I could get to know yeah. the side of them better. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, because to me, I feel like after the first date, you at least know the in broad terms. Like, do I am I interested at all in hanging, seeing this person at all, or spending yeah. any more time with them? Yeah, you know? and then it does mean like the second date, like, oh well, we're going to be together forever. It's just kind of like, okay, let's see where this goes. Yeah. you know. And then yeah, I don't know, five, four, where you kind of like, let's have the conversation at least yeah. about what are you looking for. I think every relationship I've ever been in, maybe ten. They- <laughs> it's always it's been like there's one date, and then the second one. We just haven't stopped seeing each other. Yeah. Like, we see each other then just every day. Like, uh-huh. that's how it's happened for me every time, at least. It's like, it just, like, a train. <laughs> like, you it's just, just... Don't want to stop. Once and then forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's probably a pretty good indicator is, like, after one date, if you really like them and you're like, oh, my God, I want to see them again, it's probably going to work out. Yeah. I think if you get to four, it's probably not going to work out. But what do I know? I haven't done a lot of dating. Yeah, but, I mean, we all have different experiences, different degrees of dating and that's stuff. True. I don't. I actually don't know anything about Ryan's dating life. Well, we don't have to get into that. But, <laughs> but we could. <laughs> Always open, baby. <laughs> it's the name of the show, Ryan. Yeah, you're legally obligated to open. I'm a closed up. book. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, something too that I think about with this question is, it seems like she doesn't want to be anything official, but I can't really understand from this question if she's down to keep dating Well, th- th- that's where I was going with my line of questioning a minute ago. It was just like, okay, is she just – did she say, look, I don't, I'm not into you, but like they're still – he said that I, uh, presumably on a date, right? Yeah, or true. they're hanging out. Like yeah. it wasn't just over the phone or something. So it's like she clearly is interested in spending time with him. But yeah, is maybe just not wanting to go make it official, which sounds like yeah. he's not on the same page, you know, so. Commitment's hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I also don't know how <laughs> know. old these people are, too. It's like I, I don't necessarily think you need to take it personally or too seriously if she doesn't want to be committed to you yet or right now even. You said the um, age makes a difference, I, though? I'm just curious if yeah. it's like two 60-year-olds. Right, yeah. Because exactly. you know, if you're, you know, let's say in your late 20s, early 30s, people might be looking for someone a little more serious mm-hmm. potentially or to settle down. But if you're like in your early 20s or even like teens, you might just be like, oh, yeah, I don't necessarily – I'm not looking for a boyfriend. <laughs> or a teenager and someone's show? like, you trying yeah. to marry me? <laughs> you try, trying to get – I want to get serious. <laughs> yeah. Sir, I'm 16. <laughs> Please no. But it's, it's complicated because – I, again, like she might like you, but just doesn't know if she wants to be in like a committed relationship. That's a big step for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of questions. Like usually if if any of my friends ever comes to me and they're like, I really like this person, super into them, but I just don't think they're into me, they're not. <laughs> like I'm always like, if you think they aren't, they aren't. I feel like it's really obvious when someone's into you. Like yeah. they'll make effort. Or, like, well, some people <laughs> suck at that. Brian, are you talking from personal experience? <laughs> no, I'm just saying some people out there suck at that. I don't know. Maybe they like somebody and they don't know how to tell them in the right way. It's like, what do you do? I mean. Do you want us to send a message to somebody right now for you? Yeah, yeah. Do we need to oh. tell somebody about this? Tell somebody to watch this show. Dear Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's really into you. He just sucks at that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious, uh, like, based off this, I want to know if anything comes to mind for both of you guys in terms of the worst date you've ever been on. Like you, you're on this date with this person. And you're just like, oh my god, this is not at all what I thought it would be like. This person is not at all what I thought they'd be like. Yeah, mine's really easy. I I might have even spoken about it last time. I don't remember. Um, worst so many date. years ago. I know. Um, my worst date was uh, a guy that I worked with at the time, who showed up drunk. Oh my god. Um, like quite drunk, to the date, and then I was like, well, that's not a great start. Uh, <laughs> we went to this like very nice cocktail bar. Uh, and he was like, do you want to go somewhere else? This place is a bit too fancy for you. For you? <laughs> yeah. And I felt like I looked really nice. Um, so he was trying to neg me, which doesn't work on me. I'm way too self-assured. <laughs> and then. Hell yeah. And then we went somewhere else. And I don't know how it came up in conversation, but I like <laughs> mentioned the Hague Convention. And he was like, that's like the only thing you know about history, right? And I was like. What is his fucking name? Who is this guy? <laughs> what? And then at the end of the date, I was like, listen, I'm going to go home after being negged by this dude repeatedly. And he yeah. was like, you want to come back to my apartment and play chess? And I was like, no. But- I think I literally was like, no, I don't want to play chess with you. You should like have been this, like, do you know how to play chess? <laughs> this dude just wanted to insult me so badly that like he like needed to play chess with me to earn me or whatever. And I was like, I'm absolutely not Did going he, to do that. Did you want to like show off how smart he was? And, well, like, I think that was his whole thing was like yeah. he desperately needed like <laughs> intellectual dominance. Right. Uh, it was terrible. Um, but always a great story. Uh, so, yeah, we technically worked at the same company but not in the same building. And I only saw him once again. I never spoke to him again. I saw him on a flight uh, afterwards, oh and he was God. like, Alana. And I was like, hey. Uh. <laughs> just That was it. But I think ending the date with, you want to come back to my place and play chess? <laughs> and I think I that. was like, are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he was like, you sure? I was like, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I'm okay. There are a list of many things I'd rather do. Anything. Sounds like Put a perfect glass date in my eyes? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was it it was entertaining. Yeah, because I'd never had somebody like I knew the concept of negging, but I'd never had somebody do it to me like so blatantly so mm-hmm. often. Especially because like usually you do it as a pickup thing, and this is a guy that I had met many times and liked. 
as a person. And the minute that it was like a date was like when it just all <laughs> went to shit. I wonder if people like that are like just so nervous that they overcompensate by being rude or like trying to be yeah funny yeah it's possible that like he did feel in some way like intellectually challenged and didn't know what to do with it yeah or it's that he read pickup artist books and took them too seriously (laughs) like and he was just like this is what it says you look fat (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) like if he just had to but that that was definitely my worst date ever because yeah otherwise i've not really been on many dates i usually just i end up dating people i'm friends with yeah so i don't really do a lot of dating um so I, don't, I have very little experience with dates, honestly. But you, Ryan? Ryan? Well, I uh, I was trying to rack my brain, but then you saying the thing about the chess brought up a funny date where, uh, uh, you know, because I love chess, Barbara, if you don't know that. I me. actually didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan. But uh, Are you uh, good at it or are you still playing like Matt Peak? If people aren't good at chess, I will beat them. <laughs> 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 if they are, if they know what they're doing, I'll maybe um, hang a little a bit, but I will like, probably lose. score things? Yeah, like, yeah. What is your... I don't remember. Okay, great. But, um, but like one time uh, uh, we had talked uh, on a dating app or something and it was just like, hey, let's meet for pies and play chess. Okay, that was our, our day. So I was like, that sounds awesome. So we went and then I very, very quickly realized that like she's like totally didn't know what she was doing. And then, then the chess game, not a big deal. So <laughs> did know? she bring up chess because she knew you liked I, it? I had it in you? my profile. She was definitely trying to impress me. And I also had something about pies in my profile too. So like it was a it was a double. Oh, so she was know? trying. Yeah, she was trying. It was nice. And then, you know, we're, talk, we're talking over the chess uh, game and stuff. And at some point she was like, by the way, I have a I have a baby, <laughs> you know. So that was that was like a whole other thing. I probably didn't even need to tell you about that. What a but time to bring that up! I know it was. It was like while okay. losing at chess. Yeah, while yeah, losing at chess. But then at some point, she like to distract you with your favorite thing, so she <laughs> yeah. could drop that on you. But I was still. She was good enough. Like we were. I was still into the game. But then at some point, she's like, "Hey, do you want to go uh, play back at my place? You know uh, this chess game?" And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> so we well, did. you did. <laughs> so then we went back to the chess game. We went back to our place and we set up the board again and everything. And I'm like, like, you know, and then it's just like, like, she's like talking to me and stuff. And it's taking me like way longer in between these moves, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the chess moves. And at some point I've just realized I'm like way more into this game than she is. Yeah. And, so, and at some point she passes out. And it's just oh like, God. like I could tell, like, I totally fucked this whole thing up. Cause yeah. it was just like, you know, she didn't give a fuck about this chess no. game. No, you know? she wasn't asking you, you back to play chess. Yes, I, and I, but I was—I completely misread the situation. Mm. Where, I like how uh, both mm. of these dates you had someone ask you to come play chess at their place. Like, right? Isn't what that are weird? the chances? <laughs> well, I mean, well, that was why I brought it up is because of her date. Um, that but, yeah. doesn't sound that bad. It wasn't bad. It was Not a great, great date, though. but no. it was just kind of like that was our one and only day. It was, just, you know, she was yeah. like, "All right, I'm a little tired. I'll get back." I like how she, she tells stories and, on her podcast about the chess guy. Yeah, and he just kept playing chess. Yeah, I came in the room naked, and he still was playing chess. Like, wow, else. you all have a sonnet there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you were gone that. a long time. It's your move. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was like that. Anyway. Uh, how about you, Barbara? What's yours? Yeah, let's hear yours. I have too many worst date stories. All right. Um, That's not great. They all range from like just, wow, this person is not at all what I thought they would be like, mm-hmm. like after talking to them for a while. There was one date I went on, and everyone who watches the shows knows about all my terrible dates um, that I've ever been on. Uh, but there was this one that... He was late and showed up kind of tipsy. Never really a good thing to do on a date. Start drinking when you're there. But we sat at a picnic table that was on this like patio area of this bar. And we sat like across from each other on the picnic table. He was facing the door where people were like coming in. And I was facing like the inside of the bar. And it was the most 
disinterested a person has ever been in me. Really? Ever? Like wow. he'd be like, so uh, yeah, you have any like siblings or anything like that? And like, if you start talking, yeah, he'd be five. like this. Um, I'm the oldest of five. Uh, pardon me, are you like? Excuse me, is there something over there? And then like people would walk in, girls would walk in, and he would go. Wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I'm like, am I boring you? And he's like, oh, no, like, sorry, yeah. Um, so, what like, what hell? do you do? At that point, do you just leave? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did after probably too long, about an hour of this. Wow. Yeah. But then I would ask him a question. I'd be like, so what do you do? And he'd, like, start talking. No, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't start looking around? Yeah, I would do it back. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Well, not my, uh, it's weird though because like you talk to these people on on these apps or like right. texting, and it seems like okay, cool, like we're vibing. I'm gonna meet up with you and hang out, and then you meet them in person. And it's like so. I've, I've never done dating apps. <clears throat> do you? Oh, like, you're missing out. <laughs> do you like God, talk damn. to them on the phone first or anything, or you just text? I uh, well, some of them now have like a FaceTime feature, basically, really? which is awesome. Because to me, it's almost women. like There'd be so many dates like that's them. like the first date. If you uh, to yeah. me, it's kind of yeah. interesting. You know, it's like oh, let's, we'll talk for a while. On the that's app, a good and idea. It's like oh, hey, let's do you want to FaceTime whatever, and then you do for a minute, and then you can go out somewhere. I think is the that's way a to good go. idea. Because I feel like just texting somebody and then meeting them, I just it's very like boom. Don't you just get abducted? Like, that just seems, like, so sketchy. <laughs> well, especially... Oh, sorry. What I would do when I was on the dating apps years ago, I wouldn't give them my number until we've had a date in person. So, like, we would just text yeah. through the app itself. Um, I also wouldn't tell them, like, any details about myself until we actually met in person. Mm-hmm. And it was always, yeah. like, at a bar or, like, a restaurant, someplace very public. Yeah. I would never be like, yeah, like, let's go hang out at your place uh, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I think there's advancements. Like the FaceTime apparently is That's cool. Thing. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, because it's like, you know, if uh, people, these fucking apps have just brainwashed everyone, yeah. you know? It's just everybody <laughs> like, oh, the next person, the next person, you know, yeah. and stuff. So, but it's one of those, it's like people feel like subconsciously like, oh, man, I got to go get dressed up to go on this date and it's going to be this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, well, this is easy, no pressure. Let's just FaceTime, yeah. get to know each other first. And you can and see how awkward it would go, be. All right, it'll be mm-hmm. worth it to go on the date. Yeah. You know? And if you could have a good FaceTime conversation, you could probably have a good conversation in person. Right. Yeah. And you could see if you, like, have the same vibe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Waste less time. That's a really time. good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, to, to sum up this question <laughs> um, about what he should do in this situation – Oh, we're back to the... Yes. Yeah, okay. just to kind of wrap up. Okay, you don't yes. need to do anything. I would say, like, just don't pressure again, but you're fine to have a conversation. I you think don't need to do anything. what you said about being upfront and polite about it, saying, like, I really like you and I'm interested in pursuing this, but if if you're not ready for that or you want to, like, keep seeing each other casually, that's totally cool. Or if Wait, you're talking about the third conversation they should have? Cause that's true. He's already done that twice. The, we've done I it twice. I wouldn't do yeah. it a third time. No, no, time. no, no, no. Definitely yeah. not a third time. If yeah, I mean, basically, you should just do nothing. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I feel like maybe hinting, like, is it too much to say, you don't even have to have a conversation about it, but just be like, look, I know it's fine. You're not, you know, you, you're not into this. But uh, 
If at any point, just you want to play chess? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hit me up. We want to play chess one day and eat pie. Buy a chessboard. Well, that's risky though because if he's like, "Hey, you trying to eat some pies and play chess?" Um, <laughs> right. But and, but he likes her a lot more than she likes him. He's gonna get hurt. Well, I'm saying so like you don't even have to say, "Hey, let's go eat chess and play pies." We just be like, "Hey, uh, you, you have my numbers. Uh, if you ever want to, you know, eat chess, ever, play pie. If you change your mind, you change your mind. Basically, yeah, is what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 I feel that. I feel that. I would definitely. I think ultimately. If I had to guess what was happening, she's not into you. Yeah. We kind of generally yeah, that made that seems judgment. to be the consensus. And I think there's a lot of people who don't know how to go about telling someone that in a nice way or in a way that they feel comfortable doing. So they just do like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm ready or like, oh, yeah. like kind of wishy-washy instead yeah. of just being straight with you. Yeah, because it's hard. Yeah. Well, do you re- uh, on that note, do you respect people that literally would be like, look, I'm sorry, I think you're cool, but I just don't see the don't see the connection and I don't think, uh, 100% I don't, I don't see the future. You. That's better, obviously. Than, I prefer that. I'm just not totals. ready. You're amazing, but no, it's me, not you. But that's also how girls end up dead. Okay. Like you can, if you like reject a man on the street, he'll swear at you. Uh-huh. And I'm like always like so concerned about like rejecting men very cautiously. Okay. Because otherwise, you may get murdered. I think there's a, there's a way to you go have a about friend it. That will You're hide so the body far away from you. the microphone, right? <laughs> you have a friend that will hide the body. Oh, with no, you. No, no. <laughs> That's true. And then Tom Cruise shows up, and we play chess. No questions asked. Huh? <laughs> See, this podcast just always comes full circle. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, thank you so much for your questions, everyone who wrote into the show. We wish you luck. And if again you do have a question for us that you would like us to address on the show, you could email that to alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. We would love to hear from you, Alana, mm-hmm. Ryan. This has Thank been really you. interesting. Thank Thanks you for, for joining having me us. On. Yeah. Yeah, I don't usually talk about real things. I know. It's a refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Cool dude Ryan here cool on the show. Cool dude Ryan. Kid show Ryan. Kid yeah. show Ryan. And it's Alana, really good. thank Watch you for show. being back here again. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah. We'll have to get you out to Austin at some point. I'm down to come. Yeah, it'd be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you both. Where uh, Where could people find you? Anything you're working on now that you want to plug for our audience, our wonderful audience? When's this coming out? August. Uh, it's my birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Lana. Thank you. Well, we don't know the time difference August. in Australia might be different. It's a day. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> a thing I think about. Can I just like sidebar? So, a uh, female oriented podcast. I'm born on August 24th. Okay. In the US, that becomes August 25th? 25th. Because okay. you guys are, no, are you? I just don't or? know how it works for astrology because I'm on a cusp. Day uh-huh. where, like, several hours beforehand is Leo, and several hours after is Virgo. Maybe this is a good sign that you should just huh. forget all of that foolishness. I don't care about any of it, to be clear. I'm uh, not an astrology but person, but I'm like, what does it mean if you're on a different part of the globe <laughs> and you're well, on a crossover? Let me day? look this up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. So, what's where were you born? If you're lo- if you could say uh, Brisbane, uh, born in Cairns, actually. I Cairns. think the moon Cairns. and sun runs on Central Standard Time. How do you time. spell that? Cairns. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's what is, at least. Is it C A I R N S, Queensland? Yes. Okay. And then your date was, you said. August 24th. 24th, 1993. 93. You're so young. What time? I think around 3 p.m. 3 p.m. But I'm not positive. Apparently, you need to know that. Are you fucking shitting me? Mm. I'm 30 this year. This year? Mm-hmm. I'm wow, your last month or two is uh, in the I feel in good 20s. about it. I feel good about so, it. Yeah, according that's to about this, what I felt at, at that time. Yeah. According to this, you're a Virgo. 
Yes. Yeah. So it's like globally, am I a Virgo? Yes. Okay. I think it's based off the, the place you were born and where the planets were aligned when you were actually born. Yeah, because like that's where, consistent. The planets are consistent regardless <laughs> of what time zone you're I born mean, like, in. I mean, like where but the sun like, and the moon are. I don't know just, how it works. We it's need, confusing. We need people who know it. Okay, Virgo confirmed. Virgo confirmed. Excellent. Well, where could uh, people find you? What are you doing? Oh, these yeah, days? sorry. No, um, it's, okay. oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere at Charlonazon. I do a whole bunch of video game stuff mostly. Excellent. And Ryan, anything you'd like to plug as well? Yeah, go watch my Barbie Oppenheimer Day guide on my YouTube <laughs> channel, Ryan Shorts. Okay, it's going to be the definitive guide to Barbie Oppenheimer Day on the internet. Share it with everyone you know. I'm Thank excited. You. Fantastic. Can't wait. I can't wait. I might have to do one of I basically your... just recited half the video in, uh, earlier in this podcast. So. <laughs> you can just watch you, the beginning of this yeah, podcast you can watch instead. part of this podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you both for being here nice. today. Lovely having you as always. And thank you all for watching this episode of Always Open. We will see you next time.